Hi everybody, the episode that you're about to listen to has been available for about a week now. Of course, it's only available on patreon.com slash rundownwrestling, but yeah, why didn't, why haven't signed up yet? And why didn't you listen to this a week ago? I mean, I just got one thing to ask you. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Shut the fuck up, cunt. What the fuck is wrong? Get your finger out my butter and just run along. It's your mum you need to cuddle from. You don't belong inside the dungeon that I'm coming from. Troy. This is going to be the first in a few episodes where my voice might sound a little off because I am dealing with a bit of a cold. But never fear, Troy's here. It is the May 19th episode of NXT UK. An Eiffel Tower appears on the Tron as Amel arrives. First, I know this isn't NXT 2.0, so I can't be as sexual as normal, but I do really want to take Big Mommy Melkers here and do an Eiffel Tower with her, with Sal. Angel Hayes arrives next. They are taking on Eliza Alexander and Zaya Brookside. Zaya and Amel start, and Amel shoots thigh gap and Germans Zaya. She then just chucks her into the corner. She screams that she wants Eliza. Me too. But Zaya instead jumps on a, on a male, on a male, sorry, and headlocks her. She pounds at her back, but gets caught with a boot. Amel gets a two, then takes an angel, Hayes. Hayes hits some short, short arm elbows, and Zaya escapes and takes out. Hayes kicks Alexander in her lady lips, then hits a slowed down clothesline. She's new. She's relatively green, and... It, it didn't look great. Hayes rolls her up for one, and Eliza gets dropped with a running kick. Alexander clotheslines her down and tags in Zaya. The crowd chants, There has no Hufflepuffs. I don't know. <laughs> As Zaya face, face washes Hayes. The crowd then chants, Always cheating, same old Zaya. Which that one I understood. Amel is shown bouncing on the apron. <laughs> As Angel super kicks Zaya. Brookside gets kicked back, and Amel gets the hot-ass tag. Eliza tags in as well, and Amel goes ham on her half-exposed ass. Amel has a dropkick, and Brookside tags in, but Amel boots her down. Amel is all on fire, so she tags in Angel Hayes. Ugh. Hayes hits a sling blade for two, 
and Zaya sends Hayes into the ropes, then attacks Amel. Alexander boots Hayes, and Zaya hits the broken wings for the win as Eliza takes out Amel. It was a decent first match. It's uh, Amel has a lot to offer, not just in, in looks, but also in in-ring. Zaya and Elise, Eliza, are, look, are working really well together. Uh, they've sort of teamed up Angel Hayes and Eliza Alexander with people who have been working longer. Not that Zaya Brookside is the epitome of great wrestling, but she's got talent. The match itself was... It was okay. Um, there's a new spot that seems to be in a lot of matches, and it's where the bigger wrestler grabs the smaller wrestler by the hair or by the head and launches them across from one turnbuckle to the neck, to the one across from it. And like, sure, it looks good, but now it's getting overused. And it seems to happen in any time that they have a height difference on people. Now, not that Eliza is that much bigger than Angel Hayes. She's a little bit bigger, but not as much as, like, this launch would have you believe. So, yeah, you know, uh, it's not to that point yet where I'm like, oh my god, can we stop doing this fucking move? But it's getting there. Ivy Nile goes to Mako Satomura and bows to her. She asks for a championship match, and Mako says, okay. Ivy bows again and thanks her. Does whoever books NXT UK not watch NXT 2.0? Because this is an Ivy Niles character. This is a white meat babyface character who comes and politely asks for a opportunity. That's not Ivy Nile. Ivy Nile is the type of person who would go in there and say, Mako, uh, look at my pecs, look at my biceps. Uh, now I'm going to snap your triceps. And she, I'm going to take your title belt, too. Like, it's just, it was weird. We get welcomed back to the East End bookie, which is Shaw Samuel's betting show. Because everyone needs a talk show, I guess. Noam Dar is there with his trophy. Oh, all right, he's a champion. Shaw gets pissed and calls a Damon Kemp for disrespecting him. The odds say that Shaw will beat him, and they say that Shaw will destroy him. It's not a bad gimmick. It's not. It it makes sense. Shaw's a bookie. Sure. It's your it's it's funny because it's it's like your your stereotypical like wrestler has a side hustle. Like, oh, he's a garbage man and he also is a wrestler. But it's so very British that he is a bookie <laughs> and that's like the the occupation that he has as a wrestler. But uh, sure, it works. And uh, Shaw's an asshole, so it, he, it comes off as well. T-Familia arrive out. Rohan, Raja, Teoman, and Charlie Dempsey. Dempsey isn't competing in this match because it's Raja and Teoman against Jack Stars and Dave Mastiff. Winner joins the triple threat match for the tag titles. Mastiff starts with Raja. They tie up, and Raja gets Mastiff down to one knee. When he goes off the top rope, Dave just walks out of the way. 
Stars tags in and starts working the arm of Rohan. Roger drops him and tags in Teoman. Teoman does what Adam wishes he could and slaps Jack Stars in the face. Teoman dropkicks Jack in the leg, then the face. Stars gets Teoman down, but when he pins him, the ref points out that Teoman doesn't have his shoulder down, so no count is made. That is just smart optics. Like, it's not the finish, so why do something stupid and make yourself look dumb by counting the two count when the shoulder's not down? It's good. Very good. I, I respect that. Teoman tags out and gets slipped under the ring skirt. Mastiff tags in and Dempsey gets on the apron. Dave goes after him and avoids the snake attack by Teoman, but then gets dropped in the ring instead. Raja sends Dave into Teoman's boot and gets a two. Teoman sends Raja into Dave, but Mastiff gets out of the way, so Raja just slams into the corner. Teoman then tries to take out Dave, but Dave ducks, but because they're too far away, Teoman has to literally take like three more steps to accidentally slam into Raja. If they were closer, it would have looked a lot better. Instead, it just looks like Teoman is intentionally hitting his partner. Raja gets tagged back in, and Mastiff drops them, both. Mastiff goes for the hot tag, but Teoman grabs Stars off the apron, and Raja then body slams Mastiff, which is no small feat. Mastiff launches Raja with a release German, then power bombs Teoman. Stars gets a tag and goes wild. Teoman eats a swinging neckbreaker and launches Raja to the outside. Dempsey gets landed on by a tope. And Raja grabs Stars and sends him into the ring post. Teoman hits his finisher and De Familia win. So it will be De Familia versus Smith and Carter versus Mustache Mountain for the tag belts at a later date. This was a a good tag match. I thought that it was it was better than the last one that I saw with Mastiff and Stars. It wasn't as like paint by numbers. There's a lot going on there. Obviously, the uh, De Familia using Dempsey to their advantage makes a lot of sense. The the numbers game obviously works out in their favor there. And I didn't want to see Jack Stars and Dave Mastiff in the tag match, so all the better. Lash Legend is with pre-recorded voice, and the, he asks her if she has anything to say about facing Amelia McKenzie next week. Lash says the match ain't shit because it's just the girl that carries Mako's bags. Amelia, of course, overhears this and attacks her, and they do a pull-apart brawl. Sid Scala catches up with Deep Amelia. He tells him that Charlie Dempsey's next match versus A-Kid will feature Teoman and Rohan being banned from ringside. But of course, the eye always has a plan. That's Steve Familia's tagline, by the way. The eye always has a plan, in case you were wondering. Jobber entrance for Josh Morell, better known as Josh Terry from Target Wrestling. He is taking on Kenny Williams. I wish I cared enough to find out why Kenny has cockroaches in his entrance video, but I don't, so I'm not gonna look it up. Josh laughs at Williams, I would too. And they start with Williams dropping Josh with an armbar. Williams steps on both Morrill's arms to get a two count. Morrill turns it around with a leg scissors, and they trade holds before Kenny gets an elbow and some separation. He gets drop kicked but recovers and gets paranoid that Tiger is hiding nearby. 
Mora blasts him, and he does a backwards roll into a moonsault with a corkscrew. Let me tell you that again. The Jobber, who is not an official NXT UK wrestler, did a backwards roll into a backwards moonsault, and in midair corkscrewed that moonsault, and landed it perfectly. How the fuck did he do that? Wow. Williams hits him with some hammer fists and gets a two. A gooch drops him, and he again looks into the crowd, and we see that there is a fan with a mask on. Because of course there is. Williams gets back on offense and eats a dick kick, but catches the second for a heel lock. Morrill kicks Williams off, and he, gradu- and he gradually pins Josh for two. The masked fan then stands up, and Morrill rolls up Williams, but it's only for two. Morrill can't get to the ropes due to his knees, so Williams chucks him off and spears his knee. There is now a second person wearing a mask in the crowd. Guess they're just handing him out for mask day. Williams hits his finisher, the bad luck, and wins. On the ramp, a gentleman all dressed in black with a mask on is standing there, and Williams gets upset. Casper, the friendly referee, explains the rules of the dog collar match to Eddie Dennis. Now, so that match. Let me tell you, Josh Morrell is in the same kind of league as Angel Hayes in terms of not technically signed, but appearing enough to be like, oh, they're like your resident jobbers. This dude's got a lot of ability. Like, the match itself was really good. He got to show off a lot, and... He got to show off a lot against a guy that you could show off a lot against. Like, Kenny Williams is not a dominant wrestler. So having, essentially, a jobber, get as much offense in on him, it didn't really take away from anything. It didn't make Kenny look any dumber because Kenny already looks pretty dumb himself. So, uh, and obviously this just feuds the, the feud that he's got going on with Tiger Tehran, which is fine. Uh, it did exactly what it's supposed to do. Von Wagner is fucking in the air while doing bench press. He is told that he will be facing Sam Gradwell in two weeks. Von says that he is bigger than the NXT UK roster, and Sam Gradwell arrives. They do a little shoving and get separated, because tonight is apparently the night of pull-apart brawls. Mustache Mountain are in the hallway talking about the tag titles. Bait reminds Seven that they don't have to be pinned to lose the belts, so they have to watch out. Mark Andrews is in the same exact hallway, but I guess at a different time. And he's asked if he'll be watching the dog collar match tonight. Kenny Williams approaches and he's bitching to Sid Scala when Andrews says that he is getting what he deserves. It's our main event time. Now, I am not normally one who likes dog collar matches. I think they're typically pretty dumb. I am not one who gives a flying fuck about either of these two guys. Eddie Dennis is boring and a douchebag. Wild boar, he's just whatever. But let's go ahead and do it. Let's have a dog collar match, because at least this one makes sense. Eddie Dennis refuses to come to the ring, so Wild Boar chases him into the ringside area. 
They brawl, and Boar sends him into the barricades. Boar already has a dog collar on his own neck, so he throws Dennis into the ring and suplexes him, and then he puts the dog collar around Dennis. So the match can begin. Dennis tries to run, but he is chained to Boar, so they instead do a tug-of-war with one inside the ring and one outside. Dennis is able to yank Boar off his feet and into the ropes, and that's going to be a spot that's going to happen a lot. Boar shoves Dennis and then chucks him around. Dennis pulls the chain and brings Boar into the turnbuckle. Eddie whips Boar with the chain, and then he hits a backbreaker on him for two. He pulls the chain into Boar's mouth and pulls it back. Then he moves to the eyes and again pulls it back. Dennis chains up Boar into the turnbuckle and starts kicking him, but Boar fights back and easily releases himself from the corner because it's a chain that you just, like, circled around the turnbuckle. Like, you didn't lock it. Dennis puts Wild Boar over the top ropes and under the apron. They do a tug-of-war again with the chain, but this time Boar pulls Eddie into the turnbuckle. Wild Boar hits a running chain-wrapped fist into Dennis's face. And then Wild Boar whips Eddie in the back with a chain, then drops a gooch onto his chest. Boar powerbombs Dennis onto the chain for two. T-Bone and Primate arrive, and Boar takes them out, so much from being barred from ringside. Boar goes for the pin, and Primate headbutts him to break up the pin. How is that not a DQ win for Wild Boar? Like, I understand it's a no-disqualification match, but you also had a stipulation that you banned these guys from ringside. So all you did was just tell them don't come out? Like, they're not suspended? They're not fired? Like, nothing. There, there's literally no consequence. Why weren't they out here at the beginning of the match, then? Primate picks up Boar and dives out of the way as Eddie slams into Primate. Eddie attempts a fisting, and Boar locks in a crossface. He then wraps the chain around Eddie's face and pulls back, and Eddie, Dennis, taps out. It was... A match. It was perfectly acceptable. I hope this feud is over, because I do not care about this at all. Symbiosis is just kind of a pack of jobbers to me. Like, they've, they've never really been much of anything uh, to my taste, so I'm not too concerned with it. Like I said, Wild Boar is... Uh, eh, he's just okay. But it was an okay edition of NXT UK. And, yeah, I was cool with it. It was entertaining enough. Uh, I'm kind of more interested for next week's matches than I am for this week's, but... Hey, you know what? You didn't don't have to, have to watch it, because you heard everything from me. So thank you. Thank you for listening. And I'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye! <laughs>